Hello and welcome to Beautiful Losers. My name is Miguel, also known as Emcos. And I'm Eliana, also known as Iris. And welcome to... <laughs> welcome and also hello to the Hello Show. Listen, this is like the fifth time that we're starting this and we're gonna just stick with it. Like, yeah, you mark that, please. Boop. But... Yeah, that's our intro because realistically, we're all noobs here, but our end goal is to keep this as a podcast, but for now, we're just going to publish it on whatever medium is possible. Exactly. Basically, what we do is we talk about the latest comic book movie and TV news and do our best to report on it and give it a little bit of comedy being as normal news is boring. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of implied with our very name. We are... Exactly. We're beautiful, we're, but we're inevitably we're, losers. Yeah, we're just, we're just losers. We're two losers in a library. This is actually fun fact. I was actually asked why we were called beautiful losers at Comic Con, <laughs> <laughs> and I came up with like the most BS <laughs> origin story that sounded really deep. <laughs> like I said, well, we actually want to because we're nerds and we're all geeks and we were all, in this generation, it's cool to be a nerd and to be a geek and to be involved. Like if you haven't seen a Captain America movie, you will be judged. Like this is the beautiful day and age that we live in aside from the political atmosphere, but we're not talking about that. <laughs> but <laughs> I basically said that we're trying to remove the connotation to our original title, which was, we're all called losers if we were into comics. Exactly. So, you know mm. what? We are proud losers. <laughs> <laughs> we're beautiful, and we know it, and we're just, we're going to stick with that, and we're going to own it. Exactly. So. And the real origin story <laughs> is that I used to have another partner who was kind of crappy, and he was just like, what's the name? And I made this up the name. Shady. This is shady. This is shady, yeah. I, I'm not going to drop any, I don't name drop because I'm not like that. But basically, <laughs> he was just like, I gave him like 20 names and he's like, those are all crap. Use this one. And I was like, um, all right, whatever. And that's how Beautiful Losers <laughs> But we kind of roll with it. But we will roll with it as, but as time I guess goes on. we found an explanation for it afterwards, which is what counts. It, it counts. And honestly, I, I thought, you know what? Let's stick with it because yeah, we not? got a couple of compliments even just on the name at mm -hmm. Comic-Con. It's like, oh my God, that's such a, like, a, a fun name. Exactly. Because it's different. Like, no one wants to admit that they're a loser. Exactly. But we just, we own it, you know? If, if we got it, flaunt it. Why not? <laughs> Fake it till you make it. Exactly. Which is this entire organization. But <laughs> <laughs> we're going to try and make it. So to get to the point. All right. So... Basically, what we do here is at the beginning of most podcasts, we'll be mentioning the comic book movie news that happened during the week. But we are kind of we kind of decided to do this like a few days ago. <laughs> so we're we, professionals. We're professionals. So by the next time we record one of these, we will have news and actual news stories that we can report on. But right now, what we're going to focus on is the beloved movie that we saw called Wonder Woman. <laughs> like, it's two weeks in, so... We're two weeks in, so we're going to do a spoiler section, but not at the beginning, because we don't want to lose any uh, listeners. <laughs> so, listeners slash losers. Exactly. But listen, you are really a loser if you haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. Like, please go. Go see you're, it. You're not the fun type of loser if you haven't <laughs> exactly. seen Exactly. You're not the Wonder nice loser. Woman. Unless you're waiting on it for, like, a you know, family member or relative to come over or something. Like... That I can understand. Can understand. But if you by choice have said, eh, I don't want to watch this yet. No. Then, <laughs> exactly. Then you're wrong. Then you are wrong. <laughs> and we, you're, shame on you, shame on your family. All right. Anyways. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off non-spoilers and then we're going to mark it down at the bottom once we reach spoiler territory. But we'll try to keep that more towards the end so you guys can all enjoy this. Mm -hmm. All right. So right off the bat... Can we just, like, no, 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 we need to make this note. We have a whiteboard. We have a whiteboard in front of us where we're looking at the notes that... The, the notes of just the beautiful, like, spell check errors that just happened with an erase marker. And there's, uh, we're going to talk about Patty Jinx. Patty, Patty Jinx. Patty Jinx. No, but seriously, in all, in all seriousness, Patty Jenkins. Queen. Right? <laughs> like... Absolute queen. Like... I, I'm really, I'm shooketh. I hate that word, but I've been using it. I am truly shooketh from Patty Jenkins, and I can't even remember the last female-directed movie I saw, no. and I was not disappointed. Like, I went in, because, you know, a lot of people have asked me, oh, do you just support it just because she's a woman? It's like, well, no. 
I will tell you if it's, you know, not good material material or not. There, there goes my it's speech okay. impediment. Material. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I will acknowledge if it's not good material or not, you know, regardless of the gender of the director or the creator. No, exactly. But I went in genuinely impressed with the direction of this movie because you can really tell even from the beginning the attention to detail to not only the source material to the visuals to just even the down to the score and the placement of the score which is a you know very nitpicky thing i have to mention (laughs) later yeah and it's it's in lesser hands like in less professional hands this would have ended up being the superhero version of the new ghostbusters (laughs) <laughs> where they tried so hard to push this I don't want to call it like feminist agenda because like that was pretty much feminist bait. It, it was, was bait. Like, like and I we are both feminists exactly. here. Like we we are here saying we are both feminists and this was just like the Ghostbusters movie was feminist just propaganda. Not good. Exactly. It was like it was the bait to just say this is our target market. And if We're you don't getting like, money. And if you don't like it, you're you're a misogynist. And that's right. obviously there are misogynists who didn't like it, but most people like me did not like it because it was bad. But Patty Jenkins took Wonder Woman and brought it to the level that Wonder Woman deserved. Because it's crazy that it's 2017, and this is the first movie that can actually be called Wonder Woman. Because now you put you put out a Batman movie, mm-hmm. and it can't be called just Batman because that was '89. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't pull out Superman because that was in the '70s. Like everything has to be Superman colon something. This is the first genuine Wonder Woman, which is crazy that it's 2017 and we're reporting on it. But exactly. it couldn't have come at a better time. It's you know we had an amazing actress, we had an amazing cast that just bounced right off Gal Gadot and it was just or Gadot whatever you want I actually double checked this it's Gal Gadot Gal Gadot Gadot. you have to say it seductively seductively alright and (laughs) it was just everything and it was so like throughout the the podcast like the series you will be noticing that I lean more towards Marvel but Mm. I can genuinely say with all my heart this is the first DC EU movie that can kick Marvel's ass without no, no, an issue. No shame, no mercy whatsoever. Like, I understand because Marvel had this whole thing like, oh, they're going to compete with the Captain Marvel solo movie, which exactly. they delayed. Which, you know, I can understand because Marvel tends, if they do make a delay, they it tends to be with good reason. Like, okay, we'll be late to the party, but we're going to, you know, but arrive. What but what you're getting is quality. Exactly, quality stuff. And you, so they're never late. They're fashionably late. Exactly. Uh, or if you want to just go with the quote from what was it Princess Iris like a queen is never late everyone's just merely early (laughs) like if we're gonna go with that route then yeah that's what Marvel is and that is what I expect and that is I think the standard that Patty Jenkins has set with Wonder Woman because the bar is pretty high the bar is high and now the expectations are even higher like Marvel needs to crush it with Captain Marvel and Obviously, with Infinity War, which they're focusing on more, but exactly. we already have Black Panther coming in. Exactly, which is which is it's it's awesome to see. Just a little parenthesis here: it's awesome to see how much representation is from oh, all sides God, yes. is going into Marvel and DC. But yeah, like you were saying, uh, there's mm-hmm. this higher standard that Patty Jenkins set onto the D- not only Marvel but to the DC EU, mm-hmm. because now you can't just like go from Wonder Woman, which is getting all these high praises. And then drop into a Justice League that's going to be back. Ooh. It's going to be diving back into the, the, the Zack, Zack Snyder, Snyder slow motion dark, you know, fighting not even mon- like they're mm-hmm. not even fighting humans again. <laughs> it's all like Power Rangers esque putties, and it's just <laughs> it's it's you can't go from Wonder Woman, which gave the DC EU a little bit of levity, it did to this sense of dark and despair. That feels like only Batman should live in this universe. Though we do see some elements of that in this movie. Like, not, you know, totally spoiler free, but we do see, like, it did kind of bug me at the beginning, but then again, I was being very critical of how much slow motion was in the movie, but at the same time, it worked because they used it to their advantage because it wasn't just dudes, super buff dudes in exactly. suits at every single moment overhyping their own moves. And so 
when I see these incredibly, legitimately athletic women on screen that they, by the way, that beginning scene, like no spoilers, but it's great. Watch it, Mm -hmm. please. Every, like every woman, like everyone should see it, but every woman should see it because it will, they will have that moment of realization saying, I didn't know how much I needed this. Exactly. Because we've never had this before. You've never seen a huge movie screen 100% 100% filled with not just women because you know it's not like a sex in the city movie not hating on that but exactly. like women in battle in armor looking amazing incredibly athletic women of all shapes colors and sizes exactly. so it, it's basically showing another side of women that Hollywood doesn't really touch on because they want to focus on you know the chick flick you know it has mm-hmm. to be romantic it has to be about fashion it's got to be about something else and it's it's never showing you know the strong side of women. You know you're never seeing a a what's what's the the Olympian's name? Simone Biles. Ah uh, yeah you're yeah. Never the, seeing, she's the gymnast. You're never seeing a, a Simone Biles type character in in anything in Hollywood. And we see a couple. And we see quite an, an entire island full actually. Yeah, like you know, I was truly impressed because you know. I went in with medium expectations because As if one I does the, for a DC for movie. a DC movie because I was like I was ready to have my heart crushed mm-hmm. because there's always that possibility exactly. because yeah. I had my heart crushed with Suicide Squad in the first 15 minutes that was yeah. another story so I went in and I was genuinely like pleasantly surprised at how well done this was because I was honestly gonna settle for something that was you know halfway decent. Because that's how low the bar exactly. was. You're ready for DC. to settle. That's it. I'm ready to settle. That you know, even if Wonder Woman is off to a ball or something, you know what? At least she had an action scene. Like that's how low the bar was for me. But what? Since we also mentioned, you know, it's not just all romance and chick flicks, but they didn't ignore that completely because women do have that side women, of emotion. People have feelings. Exactly. exactly. Like they show humans with they feelings. Show Can you believe it? With feelings. And another thing that I want to say is DC has been so scared to show people smiling in any of their movies. <laughs> Legit. And the fact that this movie was full of jokes but not to an annoying Deadpool type level, yeah. it was it was very, very... I don't like to use this comparison because it stands alone, but it was very Marvel in that mm-hmm. sense that they can drop a joke and then go back into fighting. Right. Or they can make a sarcastic comment and then go back to a super serious scene. It's not, it doesn't ruin your immersion. <laughs> exactly. And it's just, it doesn't make you, you know, no one wants to see an edgy Batman or an edgy Superman. Like, Superman's the one that's supposed to be happy and like a beacon of hope in the DCEU. Exactly. Like, we see that in Man of Steel. Like, as much as I disliked Man of Steel. Of course. I think what made the movie was Hans Zimmer's and the score. Exactly. The score made it that beacon of hope. And that theme goes throughout the DCEU because that is, that's kind of their point. <laughs> that's exactly. kind of their whole deal. You know, it, it has this beacon of hope within all of this darkness, though. You do have a dark night. You do have all of these um, terrible things and this whole dark theme. You have hope. And that's what I think really shows through in this movie of Wonder Woman. And I, it was it was very well done. It was just beautifully orchestrated. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to keep fangirling. Yeah, and I'm not going to say that this movie was 100% perfect. Because oh, no. it had some elements that, like any other uh, comic book movie, being Marvel, Disney, Image, Disney, well, DC. Marvel, DC, Image, <laughs> any... So you're going to say Disney in it? <laughs> yes. Uh, it, <laughs> any... All those movies, they have their own flaws. Right. And this one wasn't, you know, excluding that. But the flaws that it had were maybe it decided to use a special effect that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it felt really obvious that it was a blue screen or something. Which I'll get it's more into. It's very nitpicky. Exactly. I'll, and I'll get into those in the spoilers. nitpicky in it where there are, uh, there are certain aspects that could clearly be improved because other movies have, you know, been able to improve that. But they didn't focus on that. Exactly. They focus on a good movie. Like I understand that they didn't focus. Obviously, you know, special effects you can you can focus exactly. on, but it wasn't the focal point of the movie. Not like Transformers is like Transformers is horrible. No, oh, but you can bad. appreciate. No, but the you graphics. can appreciate the fact that they're giant robots, and it's probably just Mark Wahlberg talking to a guy with on stilts or something. You know? Yeah, you, you can know. appreciate that. We don't know if Andy Serkis is playing everyone. <laughs> Andy Serkis is every robot in Transformers. <laughs> exactly, and Alan Tudyk. Alan, exactly, Alan Tudyk. <laughs> I love that so, name. So <laughs> yeah. So, um, and another thing about this is, 
you the casting for Steve Trevor oh is something that is so important, almost as important as Wonder Woman because without it, you just have this uh, you know Xena type mm. character running mm. into the real world and hacking and slashing. Right. But with Chris Pine's uh, version of Steve Trevor, she starts to learn slowly what humanity is. Mm-hmm. And I can appreciate how they wrote Steve Trevor because it could have gotten really creepy. <laughs> there are many elements that it could have been really creepy treading into Tony Stark type creepiness yeah. that I guess, you know, Mar- Marvel just lets it slide sometimes. But there are things that Robert Downey Jr. says and I'm like, that's... That's not appropriate. Don't say that. You know, don't, don't <laughs> look at her that are, ass, you know? Yeah, there are just some things that are unnecessary and just, you know, they don't add. If it doesn't add to the movie, why? Why exactly. have that? And like, I think that's what Patty Jenkins' vision was. If it doesn't add to it, we're not going to do it. No, exactly. And, and again, like, in lesser hands, the Chris Pine's character would have just been, at worst, another Tony Stark, but... What we got was just uh, someone to bounce off of Wonder mm-hmm. Woman because they were kind of just feeding on each other. You yeah, know? it was very well balanced. It was which very, is what... very symbiotic. Yes, like you can't, you can. They stand alone as characters, you know, just as well as when they're together and their chemistry on screen is it's great. Like I, tr- I actually wasn't expecting there to be like good chemistry. Then again, I I avoided any and all interviews before mm-hmm. w- watching exactly, the movie. Yeah. But now that I see it, it's like yes, this is like this is a great casting. Obviously, I'm all for Gal Gadot because Queen. Exactly. But um, Chris Pine, I'm very impressed. Like I'm I'm not, I'm I can't say that I'm not a fan of Chris Pine, but you know I'm not a super fan. No, yeah, exactly. Chris Pine is one of these actors that no matter how crap the movie that he's in is, mm-hmm. he puts his 100% into it because the first Star Trek movie is mm. is good. It's good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's good. Not great, but it's good. And Chris Pine as Captain Kirk is probably the best thing mm. there. And then the second movie was just horrible. But again, the best part of that movie was Chris Pine's Captain Kirk. So you have this actor who you can drop him into any scenario, any situation with any actor, and he can pull his 100%, you know? He'll make the best of what he's given. He'll make the best with the cards that he's dealt. And in this case, he was given Gal Gadot, and Gal Gadot was given Chris Pine, and they just... You know, they made a, it, the baby was the movie. The ba- exactly, <laughs> the baby like, was the movie. Both of them have their their respective like life partners, but together they they we made this it. they made this child <laughs> that is Wonder Woman, and I can't get enough of it. Like when this one drops in extended edition, because they always do, I will have no problem watching it oh, three hours. Absolutely, of this. and even if it doesn't like drop extended edition, though, I would be very sad if they did not. Exactly. I Patty Jenkins, happily. we know you. Li- you Patty Jenkins, we know we you're know. listening. We, we know you're listening. <laughs> we know you're listening. We know that you have like some tapes. Release the tapes. Everyone's exactly. releasing tapes. Release the tapes, please. Yes. <laughs> so I would happily drop thirty bucks for a Blu-ray. No, oh, exactly, exactly, definitely for for Blu-ray and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. um, another thing about it was the team that they introduced with the the war team. With mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't remember any of their names. <laughs> which the, at least their names weren't memorable, but their characters were. They were kind of ripping off Marvel's Howling Commandos, which we got in Captain America. That's the true. first Avenger, but it didn't feel. Like it was, a, it's a very, very common archetype in, like in, World War uh, era. Exactly. Like this is World War One, which you know they did change this. They like there was a the reason that they changed it from World War Two to World War One because they didn't want it to be too similar to to Captain America. Right. That and um, I believe the article I read they mentioned they there was a reason they changed this because of the current political atmosphere exactly like nationalism and all of this and they related that more to world war one and they thought that this would be a good uh subject to bring to the table because it's even you know wonder woman mentions it like not a spoiler but like it's a war where we're not entirely sure who's the bad guy and who's the good guy you know it's not you know not everything is black and white and there are some things to take into consideration and you know props to them props to the writers for you know thinking of this and take you know translating that to a movie 
though it's in a, it's a you know a war it's it is a war movie it truly is a, exactly. it's a war it's, piece exactly but it translated really well to 2017 yeah that we could you know the audience could receive the message and just say hey that's something to kind of mull over yeah yeah exactly and that that's that's <laughs> that's pretty much it like this movie was just done so beautifully it was executed near perfectly like very very near perfectly and that's just something that we don't we don't get mm-hmm. anymore in 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 uh superhero movies another thing i want to add is that superhero movies don't have to just be origin story figure out who i am fighting right. the boss and winning like that's that that's the original recipe for a superhero movie but we're just at this point where like every other movie is a superhero movie so why not make a war movie mm-hmm. why not make one a romance like captain america winter soldier was an espionage movie that was you have uh... you have ant-man that was a pseudo heist movie you know so why not add all these other subgenres to the genre of superhero and you know wonder woman did it in a way that i i cannot get over and another thing i want to add <laughs> is, and, and, another, and another thing, thing is that <laughs> we I, haven't reached spoilers yet we haven't by reached the spoilers way yet. like we'll, we're we will gonna let you, blow up we will let you know another thing about this is um what was i gonna say <laughs> uh as you're you know thinking of that another thing i want to add is that you know petition to call this the next captain america in the sense that this is the Honestly, I related this as, oh, this is the first Avenger we should have gotten. Yes. This yes. is the first Avenger this, we should have gotten, no, and re- I'm so happy. I, I remember it. what I was going to say. There this it is. This is, um, I've always said that they should just scrap the DCEU and rewrite it from a different point. But in watching this movie, I think, I, I haven't changed my spot on that. They should scrap <laughs> the entire DCEU except, except for Wonder Woman. Because this and is starting from the, the top. Exactly. And making it just everything from Wonder Woman and on is the new DCEU canon, like forgetting mm-hmm. Batman, forgetting uh, Suicide Squad, and forgetting Man of Steel. Forgetting all of their sins. Exactly. Just forget all of them. You can bring the actors back. Like, oh, I, yeah. Like, I don't mind. Like, Batfleck? Exactly. Batfleck, Batfleck I am is totally just amazing. totally for and Henry Cavill. I, I always loved, like, in Man of Steel, I wasn't a huge fan of Henry Cavill, but it, I realized after I saw, it wasn't even... BVS. It, it was when I saw Man, the Man from Uncle. Man from Uncle, yeah. The Man from Uncle. If you haven't seen it, go watch it because, like, if you're into like a a, a guy Richie, you know, mm-hmm. vomit of spy espionage, yes. but in the '60s, it's it's great. But I could see that Henry Cavill, you know, he does the best with what he's given, just like, just Chris, like Pine. Chris Pine, yeah. and his character, the way he you know portrays his character in that movie, just totally converted me. And you could see that in, not BVS, the theatrical release, but the extended edition. Yes. I felt like you could definitely see, you know, once you actually give Superman dialogue, Henry Cavill works with it. Yeah, exactly. Instead of just having him sad in the rain all day watching his dad get taken away in a tornado. <laughs> like, quick thing, you could have stopped that. You could have stopped him from dying in that tornado. You just didn't. Yeah. That's on you, Superman. <laughs> Listen, we're, it's basically... Superman, Super- we know Superman. you're listening. <laughs> Superman, we you know you're listening, and we don't want you to be the next Peter Parker. Oh, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember what I was uh, right. going to say, that what we got in this movie is um, basically Captain America times <laughs> Thor, which oh, is a mixture yeah. that completely works... And I cannot sing higher praises for this, and that's that's pretty much that. that. I think that like, wraps it that, up. That like wraps, I hadn't thought of it that way. That, with that wraps Thor. up that movie. It's 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 got the mythology. If you love Greek mythology, go oh, ahead. Yeah. If you love superheroes, go ahead. If you're like those types that only watch pre- Saving Private Ryan type movies, go type ahead. Movie, go ahead <laughs> and watch it, and you're just you're gonna love it. It's and even like um, just to wrap this up. Again, great war piece that also touches, you know, on women as strong, but also emotionally strong. You know, mm-hmm. it, it has obviously some elements of romance in it. You know, no spoiler yet. But, yeah, I like to see it wasn't just uh, women are strong and emotionless and just feminazis exactly. in this film. I loved how well-rounded the characters are because you know we're still human we're still human and we are strong and just because 
you know, emotional trauma can weaken a lot of people. But here it shows how women can take that. Yeah, ignore that. <laughs> it shows how women can take that and use it as a strength. So, yeah, definitely go watch it. It's a very well-rounded movie. I recommend it. He recommends it. I we're definitely all, recommend it. We're all in for it. So, yeah, spoiler-free. Half an hour of spoiler-free fangirling. <laughs> exactly. That's it's really good just All go right. so basically what we do here in, in Beautiful Losers is that we don't like to overcomplicate ourselves with ratings so we have <laughs> we have two ratings it's either a beautiful movie or a loser movie you know a beautiful movie is just one that's that's good it could be it could go from good to great or maybe just not horrible watchable watchable could basically be that it's like, two extremes <laughs> there's two extremes and then there's the loser movie which I would compare to uh, M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan's <laughs> uh, M. Night Shyamalan's uh, Last Airbender or the recent Mummy movie, which oh. I would like my money back. Whoever, <laughs> what, what was it? Was it Fox? That, no. Was it? Fo- I don't even want to know. I don't know. Whoever produced that movie, give me my money back. Please. <laughs> that was bad. Um, so basically, yeah, I give this a beautiful rating. Like, it is a beautiful rating. There's just no other way around it. There's no. There's no disputing it. This is a beautiful movie, and that's that's that. So yeah. shall we move into spoiler territory? All right. I'm going to be cheesy. <laughs> so <laughs> first thing I'd like to mention on the spoilers is the origin story for Wonder Woman was changed significantly from the comics, which I don't have an issue with if you do it right. Mm-hmm. And they definitely did it right. Like, they make mention to it, to her original origin <laughs> yes. in, the, in, the, in the story. Translation. They took her origins and didn't just mash them up together so they're all mentioned. They just kind of... I always... I keep saying orchestrated, but I just... That is the only word I can use to describe yeah, this. Yeah, they just... Orchestrated flowed. all of these origins so that we do acknowledge the work exactly. that was originally done. That was put done. into the, the, the Wonder Woman comic books. Like, the first thing that they mentioned, I, I got... I fangirled as soon as... Her mom, whose name I forget, Hippolyta. Hippolyta mentions how oh, you were crafted out of clay. Yeah, which is which is probably one of the funniest of her origins in the comics because yes. it's literally just they took a pile of clay, mashed it into a girl, and it's like, boop, I'm a girl. <laughs> like really, it's Pinocchio. A girl. Like, are you gendering the clay? <laughs> yeah, it's like it like she pulled out clay and like you're a girl now. And it's like I'm a girl now, and then we get Wonder Woman. But yeah, now we're leaning more towards the New Fifty Two and modern mm. era of Wonder Woman that pretty much makes her a demigod, you know, Com- like comparable to Hercules. Exactly, and-, and I love that about the plot, though. During the entire movie, these these were, like, my physical reactions, although you cannot see it. Like, as soon as they mentioned the clay, like, you fangirl, I was just like, oh, my God! And just kind of, like, <laughs> flailing my arms everywhere. And then, like, later on, you know, they had this whole, you know, to add to the plot, this whole, she mustn't know who she really is. And yeah. as soon as they mentioned that, I was just like, oh, boy, it's lit! <laughs> Exactly. Which is, that's kind of something that I think, in a situation like that, you have this evil god of war after to kill you. You would tell the half-goddess that she is half-goddess. That's something that you do. You know, you don't just say like, no, 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 you're just like us. You're made of clay. You have you don't don't fight him if he comes. It's kind of like when when you're rich but you raise a kid thinking you're poor. It's just like oh so you're humble. Exactly, but no in this case I don't know if this has happened, but you know. No, in this case she puts herself. She tries to keep herself away from danger when it's like you can probably take a bullet. (laughs) Oh no, no, she has. Oh exactly, you have taken bullets. Like Like, you literally climbed a stone wall with with your your bare bare hands. hands. Like, come on. How it did you not realize it? You, you were strong. A... Yeah, the, the Amazons are strong. Yes. You are, they're not that strong. <laughs> they're still humans. They're the, still essentially Amazons human. Amazons are, are immortal, but they do have the weaknesses of humans. Of humans. And we can see that in the beginning when one of the warriors gets shot. And that's when we say, oh, they can live to 10,000 years old. They, but just, they just can't, can't take bullets. Screw it up. <laughs> exactly. They don't die of age, basically. They just die of bullets. <laughs> a bullet, yes. A because, bullet. you know, again, it was really well crafted in the sense that, yes, these are still women, but they're also human. But then again, oh my God, we have a demigoddess here? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Wait, hold up, the, hold the phone. No, exactly. And I, I kind of knew, I, I, it didn't catch mm-hmm. me by surprise, not even because of the yeah, comics. Yeah. 
I, I was on the fence of what her origin was, and I wasn't sure if they were going to go the goddess route. Mm-hmm. But when they pull out the sword, and they're like, this is, it's like, the god this, killer. this is the god killer. We have, we have the I god like killer. Amazon accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, we have the god killer in our possession. And, and baby. with your life. Yeah, exactly. And ba- baby Diana's just like, I want to see the god killer. And everyone's like, do we, do we tell her she's the killer or not? And no. it's, it's just that whole thing. And it's like. As soon as that happened, I was like, oh, oh there it is. Oh, I got <laughs> you. Like, I got you. There it yeah. is. <laughs> Literally, like, they mentioned the whole, you know, this whole secret and everything. Is, and I understand this is for the general audience. Exactly. <laughs> the manoobs. The manoobs. That, <laughs> the, 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 the noobs that don't know the origin story. Like, let's let's be real. This is my moment to just kind of, like, be that frat boy yeah, yeah, yeah. in the comic book store being like, oh, do you know this, you know, comic's yeah, origin? Yeah, you don't. Exactly, exactly. And mansplain everything. You're me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm going to yeah, be, switch become sides. Me. Here. Let's switch sides here. Excuse me, but um, not much for the movie was surprising to me because I did do my research. I did my homework. You know, I had the time and effort. I cosplayed as Wonder Woman. I cosplayed as Wonder Woman for PR Comic Con for this. So, you know, I did my homework and, you know, I still thoroughly enjoyed it, though oh, it was kind of like, it wasn't spoiled for me. Exactly. Like, I, it was just more, I appreciated it more. Exactly. Even though we knew the material, there was never a moment where I'm just like, okay, so since this happened, this is going to happen now. It's like kind of every... like a book to the movie Exactly. Thing. It wasn't a book to movie thing. It was more of a beautiful, beautiful adaptation that it's like took a bunch of different stories and a bunch of different elements and left me at the edge of my seat because when they would go from one scenery to another one, I was never just like, oh yeah, just like it happened in the books. It's more like, oh, okay, this is where we're going now. Right. Which is, it's it's a good surprise. Because for Batman v Superman, I was just like, I beat for beat, I could have told you what was going to happen before <laughs> walking into the theater. And it's just, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's basically like, even if you knew it was going to happen, like, you didn't expect it. Like, you don't, you truly didn't know what was happening. Yeah, if you knew what was going to happen, you didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> uh, that's, 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 that's that. And starting off the movie, it was... I mentioned that it started off with her origin, but it I, I forgot the part where you start off seeing Wonder Woman at her new job as a, I think, like a museum. Like she was running a museum mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, the in, in the She was running the Louvre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's running the Louvre. And you or get... just working at the Louvre. I don't I think know, that there is man. someone who actually runs the Louvre. <laughs> she, she works there. In the Wonder... <laughs> She's an employee. Exactly. She's she works employed. with the Wonder Woman specific stuff. And no one ever looks at her like, are you Wonder she Woman? Has, she has a nice office. That's all everyone knows. <laughs> exactly. It's just pretty. Exactly. And when they started off like that, and they just have a mysterious truck labeled Wayne Enterprises and a guy comes up with a with a briefcase that says Wayne Enterprises and drops it on her desk. I had no issue with that. Like like I mentioned earlier well, Yeah, like well I mentioned nice. earlier. Well yeah. I mentioned earlier that I wouldn't have mi- I, I don't mind if this is the first of the DCEU and that would have been a beautiful way to start the DCEU. Just starting it off with like Easter look, eggs. Bruce Wayne ex- Bruce Wayne exists in this universe. We, we don't know rights. who he is. We have the rights. Look at us. And you don't go right into, you know, Batfleck and then you explain Batfleck later. So I, I did like that element of the modern times at the beginning and at the end, which mm-hmm. makes me ask, can she fly? <laughs> that, listen, that I'm still, that's still under debate for me. Like, she does fly. She floats. She, I, I know that she can fly she in jumps. the comics. It's kind of like how I feel about um, Jessica Jones. Like, she jumps. Yeah, she jumps. We she, know that she can fly. But she jumps right now. Right. Right now she's jumping. She's still discovering. Then again, remember, she's still discovering herself here. But here's the thing. We have an origin story of her discovering her powers and her potential. A hundred years ago. A hundred years ago. But this is a hundred years later. She's already a pro at this. That's why. But And then in, in Batman v Superman, the only thing that we get from that is she gets like a super jump again. There's <laughs> another super jump. So I'm just like... On the fence, can she fly? Is it? I don't get what it is. And then again, I it's also a jump don't for see. Aesthetic. Yeah, I also don't see how like they could put up like Themyscira technology to make an invisible jet. <laughs> see, here's the thing. Here's the funny thing. My dad went into the movie thinking, you know, I can't say if I don't see an invisible jet, I'm going to be mad because I can't, can't see you can't it. See an invisible jet. <laughs> but you can't see it, so I can't get mad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so you know, for all we know, this entire movie took place inside the jet. Exactly. So I do. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this turned into a conspiracy theory. It's Excuse a big jet. Me. The entire DCEU is in a big jet, and exactly. so all of the... <laughs> Every character exists within a jet. Exactly, the entire existence. Exactly, and, and back. Right. But I am <laughs> glad that they didn't, you know, 
because I am a fan, but I've always found the jet a bit ludicrous. Yeah, and I mean, I don't, I'm not saying that I wouldn't mind to see an mm-hmm. invisible jet, but I to see, see that, ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha, <laughs> how about this, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't mind to see a jet that turns invisible as uh, part of like Wayne tech during, I don't know, uh, Justice see, League. that's how they can incorporate like, that it. That would make sense, and then have Wonder Woman fly it, like, oh yeah, I know how to fly planes. And it's then just like... so technically it's her invisible jet because she's the one that's right. flying it. But we don't actually it's not like this is my magic ancient this is my my ancient Grecian uh, magic plane fighter jet exactly. <laughs> that looks like a fighter jet from Exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of like with um Spider-Man like now the uh, the new Spider-Man Tom Holland which you know daddy. Yeah. But um I think he's his suit. <laughs> no, he's actually older than us. He's like 2 years old. I I thought he was, I, ni- I, he I he was 19. <laughs> No, he turned like 21 or 20 or something like that. All right. But we, anyway. just, we just aged ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, but, you know, we're legal. Anyways, <laughs> but it's kind of, it's that, that Tom Holland, you know, this is an actual teenager playing Spider-Man, and his suit is not good. Exactly. Like, his original suit, his professional, like, his actual superhero suit is made by Stark. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly, because it's not like... It's not like he just said, oh, I'm a super genius, and now I can make this amazing technology. Like, Like, Andrew Garfield, we're looking at you. Excuse me, but we don't... (laughs) We know you listen to this podcast. (laughs) We know everyone important listens to this podcast. Um, We don't think that you're a costume design expert, okay? Yeah, like, and and I can buy, I can get that maybe he created the webbing. That's not not something too far gone, because if he focuses on... If he focuses on chemistry, like that's his that's his niche or whatever. His niche, his yeah. forte. His forte. I can get maybe yeah. He created this this wedding, but then again, like you can, you're a super amazing design genius too, which makes sense to why his first suit is kind of crap. Mm. And I can buy that, and that's that's pretty much a bit more realistic more, in a world of superheroes. Exactly, which is which makes sense for Wonder Woman because her whole thing is like okay. I was given this rope, I was given this sword, and I took this shield, and this is my, these are my pajamas. <laughs> this is my <laughs> this normal, is my cloak? this is my normal day clothes, thank you for your sweater, and that's it. You know, she, she doesn't Keep have to sit down. Keep it simple, stupid. Exactly. This, the more simple it is, the less you have to explain, the more story you can get to, because we don't mm-hmm. need... The more you can develop, there's more room yeah. to grow. You like you, you know, it's kind of like when you start a video game. It's like you don't have all of the you know add-ons unlocked immediately. Exactly, exactly. You have to work for them. Exactly, yeah. And um, another element from Wonder Woman that I thoroughly enjoyed were the villains. Yes. Because <laughs> it took it takes you on a big curveball because yeah, you got this. You have this like I don't want to say Hitler because that's World War II, but you have no, this no, no. proto-Nazi. Proto-Nazi. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what it was. He was a proto-Nazi. He was a Nazi fetus. Exactly. And... <laughs> Nazi fetus. Okay. So you have yes, this... this general. Yeah, you have this general guy who apparently is a real person from history, and I did not know that. He is? Yeah. He didn't... We obviously, are very smart here on Beautiful Losers. <laughs> he didn't... Obviously, he didn't die being impaled by a sword. I don't even know how I he died. I can tell, but, but yeah. But, yeah, like that character, they basically lead you to believe that he is Ares throughout this entire throughout this entire movie and you you believe it to a certain point you're just like this guy is Ares There's... yeah because it you they set it up in such a way that yeah this makes sense but there's also once you go I have to go see the movie again once you kind of think back on the movie it's like oh exactly. there's there's hints there's, there are there's hints bits and that you have to be very attentive to yeah exactly and it's it's it it all really has to do with like the timing of the the character, which obviously since we're in spoilers, it's the other guy. It's the other it's, guy. It's, it's Remus Lupin. We, yeah, we, that's it's, how it's, we're it's all referring. It's Remus Lupin from Harry Potter. He's got the big mustache, looking ridiculous, looking like what, what was it, Nigel Thornberry yes. from the Wild Thornberries. We need to. I don't know if we posted that meme, but we need to. Well, post we'll that post meme. that meme, please, because that's like that's why I just had a fit of giggles. Just a, <laughs> a little bit, of, a little bit of context to that, and it's it's hilarious because you have. <laughs> he put he puts on, he puts pain. on the entire suit except for the mask, and I'm just like, can you put the mask on? Because Wonder Woman's just beating makes, on this this nerd. Like what? Like this this goddess is beating the shit out of this nerd. God. Put the mask on. <laughs> and then when they do the flashback to like when they imprisoned Ares or whatever the first time, he still had the ridiculous <laughs> mustache. Like, okay, can we just like? You think God cannot like? 
you know, possessed human hosts. Like, you'd think that he'd have a different face. No, 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 no. This is the same it's the British same actor. Like, like he, he's been smoking a pipe like Sherlock Holmes since yeah. the Grecian times. So. Yeah, and he's had that big mustache that's just ridiculous, and it's it's hilarious. And as soon as he puts the mask on, I'm like, better. <laughs> I feel comfortable I feel now. more I feel comfortable. Safe. It's kind of like when you see, um, like, one of those Disney characters at the park without their helmet Without on. their helmet. It's really uncomfortable. <laughs> their helmet, their head. It's like, yeah, it's just like, you shouldn't be doing that. You're ruining my immersion. <laughs> You're making me cry. <laughs> You're making me do a sad. Also, <laughs> not to throw shade, but can I just kind of roast for a little bit how his suit is assembled? Because it was kind of yeah, Iron Man, it was very borderline Iron Man. Power Rangers. It was Iron Man, Power Rangers, mixed with like actual physical trash because that's how it happened it's, it's just like, like ah yes look at all this garbage it's me in the morning yeah he like he looks around and says okay i'm in the middle of a battlefield there is literal garbage everywhere let's make a suit out of it <laughs> and he's just like starts... i understand he's taking care of the environment like you know clearly he's recycling so yeah. the god of war has some has some sort of morality sort of, you know put that on his tinder exactly <laughs> does recycle what's, what's that what's that when you when you make clothes out of upcycling when you make clothes out of garbage (laughs) it was basically the beginning of a macklemore uh music video exactly (laughs) he went thrift shopping he went thrift shopping really hard and it was like it it was fine because it didn't just like appear magically it was literally assembled right there and and it gives it like a an interesting look that we don't really get out of any other superhero or supervillain Mm -hmm. because everything is has to be perfectly crafted everything has to be symmetrical and and colorful and this mm-hmm. is just black and gray and pointy and has weird curves and edges everywhere yeah it's just it's very um not, it's I, mean, I can't say it is exactly but it's very like tim burton-esque yes because it doesn't go Except with not the, ridiculous I, that's another that's for another podcast. For another podcast but it's kind of tim burton-esque in the sense that it make it actually does make you physically uncomfortable because of the sharp corners and, and that's more of a psychological theory yeah, that i heard exactly from my spanish teacher out it of all makes things. it it makes it scary it makes it scary because this is it's like that joker line do i look like a man with a plan like <laughs> and you don't know how to answer and you don't know how to answer because it's like you're in a pile of garbage so i guess no but then again, he had this plan since forever. And since we're on the topic of villains, I forgot to mention uh, Dr. Poison, which is a huge step up from her character in the comics. True, but I feel like she was underused. She was definitely underused, but I'm kind of hoping that she didn't, from what I remember, she didn't die in this movie. Mm. So I feel like she'll be used again. Kind of like, okay, here's the theory that I'm kind of cooking up in my head. This is the first Avenger. Basically. So, and now... Since we already the movie ended in modern age, mm-hmm. we know, and obviously the next movie it's Justice League and all that. But like, can we have the Wonder Woman sequel be our next Winter Soldier? Not you know word for word like oh it's another espionage movie. No, yeah, exactly. But in the sense that that stuff from the past is coming back to haunt her. Exactly. Yeah. And she's not. She's not. In, but that is. It's the Winter Soldier words, Elian, words. Mm. But, like, it's the Winter Soldier, but minus the fact that she's adjusting to modern age as Steve Rogers was. No, no, she's Because she's already adjusted. She's been here the whole time. She's been here 100 years, so she already knows how to be human. So that gives her an edge. No, exactly, yeah. And I wouldn't mind seeing the character of Dr. Poison come back, like, whether it be, like, uh, her soul. Her soul came back, like, through some sort of magic, or. She preserved herself using some sort of poison that she created. Or maybe even a copycat, like you said. Like, maybe some other or character. Or descendant, even. Exactly. And and I wouldn't mind either... I wouldn't mind seeing Chris Pine come back as, like, the grandson or the great-grandson. Yes! Like, I had, I had a fan theory, and someone dropped a fan theory on me, and I don't, I don't mind it. I'm going to share it right here. Yes. So, in the end of the movie, which was a tearjerker, uh, Steve Trevor pulls the ultimate sacrifice and blows up a plane full of poison with himself and it's not poison sorry hydrogen he mm-hmm. blows up the plane full of hydrogen to keep it away from the germans so yeah. but we never see we see him pull out the gun but enough time goes by that he might have thought of another plan might have jumped off like it's it's the rule of comic books you don't see them die they're not dead exactly it's literally the end of the dark knight rises it's, though we tend to not talk about that movie but exactly if you don't see the character die the character is not dead so i don't i wouldn't mind seeing like maybe he instead of shooting it he drops a grenade jumps off gets hit by the the blast the sound wave or whatever and loses his memory has kids with someone else and then these kids just look exactly like 
Right. Like that Chris Pine. Or um, another thing that I wouldn't mind seeing, just to kind of change it up, he did die. But this is um, a doppelganger because of A, or mythology. Mm-hmm. B, someone pulled a Bucky and salvaged him. Yeah. C, uh, just a relative, like a niece or nephew. So it's not it's not totally creepy that she falls in love with him. Yeah, no, eventually. exactly. It's kind of yeah. like, ah. I mean, I loved your granddaddy, but you're cute, too. Yeah, I mean, and she can do it, because she's, like, I don't know, 28 forever. <laughs> so, she's forever 21. She's forever 21. We know Stop. you're listening. Sponsor, <laughs> Sponsor us, please. Sponsor us. Sponsor us, please. Um, but, yeah, she's basically that. And, and <laughs> so she can just fall in love with anybody that, that she wants to. It could even be a Steve Trevor relative that doesn't even look like him. It could just... Be that she just has just another Chris. Just uh, get another one of the Chris's. There's Chris Hemsworth. Ed, listen, there's Pines. Evans. Evans. Evans is leaving the MCU soon. Soon. Hello. Not too soon, but soon. I know, but soon. I, I know in mind. ten years he won't be here, so they have time. You say this like he's dying. Yes. He's not Stanley. <laughs> oh no, he's not. Actually, Stanley does not die. We, as we all know, Stanley and Betty White don't die. They bathe in the <laughs> in the, in the in, blood in, of their enemies. In the blood of Jack Kirby. And keep themselves alive using his blood, or I don't know. <laughs> I like how you started, but it's just kind of yeah. Like I had to, I had to abandon the joke. Abandon <laughs> so ship, please. The character of, of Doctor Poison. There's a little bit in it that it was very entertaining because <laughs> she makes this like super mustard gas that we that we see in the. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but I just I was just reminded of this of those her mustard the- gas. <laughs> And, like, in the same movie theater, I was just like, oh, do you want pickles with that? Oh, no. <laughs> All right. This is what I, yeah, what I do. This is what I do. <laughs> okay. So she makes this super mustard gas. That we, it's not a, this isn't really a spoiler because they put it in the, in the, in the trailers. Yeah. Uh, that can melt through a gas mask. Mm-hmm. So they can't put on a, mas- a gas mask because they'll, they'll die. So there's this one scene. It doesn't matter when or where it happens. They, <laughs> she, just, <laughs> she just throws, like, a bomb of the gas into a, a boardroom. And then the and then she also Throws drops a gas, a gas mask, yes. one gas mask for like eight people, and you see everyone like killing each other to get that mask, and they pull like a, a Batman sixty six type thing, where they're like, but the gas mask won't work on them. They don't know that. <laughs> like like they have a they have a little cackle and run away really 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 campy, just... and that was so funny to me. Like no one understood why I was laughing so hard in the theater. It's just, it, it, it didn't, again, it was just one of those aspects that it didn't take away from the immersion of the movie, exactly. but it added to it. It added to it in a good way. Like, it didn't make it, it wasn't completely ridiculous, but it was fun to mm-hmm. see, because this is essential. I mean, this is how supervillains were back in the day anyway. It's, they're very cruel, and they t- they're sadistic people. Exactly. So, there was a moment of, you know, sadism that we all laughed at, so... Exactly, and they did, like, little, turns thing, little finger-twiddling again. <laughs> yes! Like, Ooh. Ooh. And they just run off. <laughs> and they run off, like, doing a little... Like, like a little... they just went French for a yeah. second. It's like, oh, like, oh. <laughs> And then twiddling their pencil mustaches. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God, that was a good movie. <laughs> I do want to see this it This was a good movie. Ladies I, I want to watch it again and eventually towards eventually we'll do like a uh, when the inevitable extended edition comes out we mm. can do like a commentary over or even watch the movie. it live if that's exactly possible. we can we can watch it live maybe with some some fans or just do a, a commentary mm-hmm. and just kind of talk over it you can listen to us talking over, over the this movie. amazing movie because you know unlike many people out there that hate going to the movies with people that talk over the movie i'm raising my hand because oh, yeah, i am no, I one of those that. people I, I talk I don't talk over the movie. I add to the movie. Exactly. <laughs> I add to the movie with my jokes sometimes. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. if it's a bad movie then I don't care. No, no, exactly. But point is I lost my train of thought. But like point is I legitimately lost my train of thought. Uh, well <laughs> Hello? Hello. All right. Hey <laughs> And we're back. We had technical difficulties for like six, ten minutes, I don't know. Yeah. It was a while. Right. But um, basically, that was the show. We loved Wonder Woman. We definitely uh, recommend it to anybody who loves movies. Just movies, and, just movies, movies in general. In general like, we're trying to wrap this up. <laughs> like we're trying to wrap this up. We're we're tired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're tired. I have class. It's you know, but we're we're okay. We're, we're okay. Good. We're good. We survived. Um, we our, our handles. Our handles. Our handles. Our yes. love handles. I love handles. I'm a chubby boy. <laughs> yes. So basically, find us on Facebook. 
Yeah, we're uh, Beautiful Losers, comic book, movie, and TV news. It is a bit of a long name, but it separates us from everybody else. Yeah, so just search Beautiful Losers and like maybe comic book news if it doesn't show up with Beautiful right. Losers, but you'll be able to find us pretty easily yeah. on Facebook and, and um, Twitter. Twitter. We are at BeLoserPod. Uh, we're going to write this all down in the description so you guys yep. can check it out. Yep, yep, yep. And the Instagram is BeautifulLosersPod, and the Snapchat is the same as the Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's BeLoserPod. Um, yeah, and keep a, keep a lookout soon because we're going to try to drop a Kickstarter. We're going to try to drop a Patreon because we are just getting started. We are college students. and Literally in college as we speak. We're in college right now. <laughs> we're in the library. We're recording this from the library. Everyone hates us. <laughs> no, no, we're in our own little private office. In, the <laughs> in our, our, our own boardroom. In our boardroom, there's, there's like five chairs <laughs> and right. a whiteboard. So, um, yeah, we are trying to get the money for this because other than our studies we also want to put a lot of focus on this because it's mm-hmm. a project that we both love it's a passion project exactly. you know and so. so we would need the funds and we're going to be doing fundraisers if you're in the puerto rico area keep a lookout for those physical fundraisers yeah we're definitely if, gonna plan big things for the future exactly and if not then you can check us out on kickstarter and patreon and those will also be put into links once there mm. are link once there are yes, links to we're give so, this is still very we've been at this for what a month now we've been at this it, for we're like still a month. fetuses yeah we're children yeah <laughs> we are we are children we're minors no kidding we're legal we are <laughs> children we're children of the podcast we're but instead of, of children the of the po- corn why because <laughs> I love Stephen King. <laughs> Anyways, anyway. um, I hope you enjoyed that because it was kind of a kind of a long one. But you know what? I, it was fun. It was <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it was a long one, and yes. it was also a long podcast. <laughs> I hate you. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just be ready for these. We're gonna try to do these weekly, and hopefully, eventually, have our own website. Eventually, have our own website. Eventually, have our own uh, space iTunes. to do it. We want to be on iTunes. We want to be on the Player.fm for Google. Mm-hmm. You know, we we want big things to happen. So uh, keep and a lookout. definitely not as people are assuming because I was I'm carrying around this microphone in my backpack all day, and like a friend of mine was just like, "Are you gonna be a SoundCloud rapper now?" Yes, we're gonna be SoundCloud <laughs> rappers. We're gonna a be hip a- hop. I <laughs> <a> hip- No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely no. not. Um, well, yeah. anyway, that was Beautiful Losers. Thank you for listening. We will try to get back to you guys next week. And if not, we will put it on the Facebook page. So mm-hmm. just try to... We'll keep uploading content. We will keep uploading content. We will try to do these as often as possible. But mm-hmm. since we both have very conflicting schedules with everything, not even just podcasting, just straight up life. We can't hang out. We can't do anything. We, this is our one time for socializing. I haven't seen her in two years. <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, I was like, oh, you have kids now? Oh, my yeah, God. I'm a father of 12. <laughs> you have I, I, a father? I, I, have a, I have 12 fathers. I, I'm a rabbit. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, Listen. We're tired. I need we're a coffee. Tired. And I think this is as good as any to send off the show. Thank exactly. you for listening. And we will get back to you next week. We were beautiful losers. Goodbye. Bye.